Welcome to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. I'm Deirdre Koppelman, along here with your co-host, the famous John Gassman. Hey, everybody. JG. Tell them your name is JG. JG, JG, JG. What do we talk about every Saturday night? Oh, we talk about topics that help people with their personal and professional careers. Life enriching wisdoms. Ooh, life enriching wisdoms. Love that. That is awesome. That's why it's Gut Wisdom Radio that resonates. And tonight we are talking about intuition, gut instinct. Ooh, another great topic tonight. Yeah. Gut instincts. I love it. Well, we're going to look at tonight what the meaning is of uh, instincts and intuition, and I'll use those terms interchangeably. Okay. Uh, we'll be talking about how we use intuition as a leadership skill, mm-hmm. right? We'll talk about when to use it, when not to use it, the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> Absolutely. And we'll also get into a little bit of what the science is behind, you know, what do the scientists say about gut instinct? Is it more than just a feeling, Mm. you know, what we know without actually knowing. Mm. Well, let's share for a moment how some of our followers on the Gut Wisdom Facebook page have defined intuition. Okay. Right? Robin F., I believe intuition is a feeling that we feel in our gut as in the name of your show, Gut Wisdom. And I believe it's the true sixth sense that we all have the power to master. Hmm. Good one. Well, Greg B. wrote... Intuition, I believe, always going with the first feeling, gut feeling, bad or good, it's our compass. It keeps us sharp. How many famous people have attributed their success to following their gut instincts? It's incredible. Totally. Oprah Winfrey, Warren Buffett, and even Sir Richard Branson. Branson has been quoted as saying, I rely far more on gut instinct than researching huge amounts of statistics. Well, you're listening to Gut Wisdom Radio that resonates. We'll be back in a moment. WCBS. Delays of two hours plus. With drive time traffic every five minutes. Live from Chopper 880. We're just getting the first look here. Plus all the latest news. Several buildings have been evacuated. WCBS News Radio 880. Welcome back, everyone. And if you're just tuning in, I'm Deirdre Koppelman here with your co host, JG, John Gassman. You're listening. Hey, JG. You're listening to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates. And tonight, Mm. it's Saturday night. Another great Saturday night. We're talking about the topic of intuition, instinct, gut instinct. Do you trust your gut? Should we trust our gut instincts? Mm -hmm. Are some people more intuitive than others? We've all heard quite a bit about a woman's intuition. Yes. Yeah. What do you think, JJ? Well, why don't we start out with what the definition of intuition really is? Yeah, you're always about the definition. We can count on you. Okay, what's the definition of intuition? One of the definitions that I found was the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. Hmm. It's a hunch. It's a sense we get. And it's sort of this unexplainable feeling that we get. And for a lot of us, it happens to be a very key component to decisions that we make or decisions that we don't. Yes. Right? Do you yep. trust your gut? Oh my gosh, totally. It's interesting. I had recently two business opportunities. Two of them totally different presented themselves in very similar, you know, very similar time frame. And my gut instinct spoke to me very differently How for, so? for each one. Mm-hmm. Well, first let me share. I've been following my gut instinct my entire life. Since you were a little girl. Since I was a little girl for a very, very long time. And, you know, the more I've been thinking about this topic, I'm starting to think that maybe when I was younger, my gut instinct, it may have served me a little bit more accurately. Why do you think that? 
Well, I don't know. I think as I've become older, I've got more knowledge. I have. And you've gotten better as you've gotten older. Like fine, you're like, <laughs> like fine, fine wine. <laughs> Thank Sorry. you, JG. You, know, you have. We get older. We have more knowledge. We've had. We have more experiences. And mm-hmm. you know, my positive thinking, mm-hmm. that never-ending optimism that I have, oh it gosh. plays a lot more into what I think may be my gut instinct. When really, it just might be I'm older and wiser and. I don't know. I, I don't, I'm kind of questioning it myself. I know. I definitely know when I was younger, I was all about my gut instincts. I had no choice. I didn't have enough knowledge, resources, or support. Every decision I made was, what, how do I feel? Hmm. As I'm older, I've yeah. got you know, more knowledge, more experience, but sometimes my emotions get in it. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, JJ. So why, but why is it when you were younger, you followed your gut more? I think there were, I had less bias, uh-huh. less fear. Yeah, right. Makes less, a lot of sense, and less information to even create fear. Mm-hmm. Um, so these opportunities, very interesting. So they were both very different. They popped up, you know, as most opportunities do, and they were both so exciting to think about. So wait a minute, you thought about the opportunities? Yes, I, I think JJ. <laughs> I do. I do think a I, lot. You are a thinker and a feeler. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think you feel more than you think sometimes. I do. And I'm sometimes a little bit the opposite. You mean you're cynical? Yeah, I don't know about cynical being the right word. Well, do you trust your gut? I completely trust my gut. All of the time, some of the time, or none of the time? I would say most of the time. In the times when I haven't trusted my gut, I I made the wrong decisions. Hmm. Well... It takes a lot of learning and introspection to really decipher our gut feelings apart from our emotions. Mm -hmm. So as I said before, I'm this full-fledged, probably over-the-top optimist. I am always (laughs) excited. Um, It's it's just my nature. It's who I am. Well, there's also the fact, and I don't mean to interrupt, but you also see every glass as being full. All the time. It may be part liquid. And the other part, air, but it's always full. It is always full. And and it's especially when it, the opportunities come to me that I want to see come to fruition. Yeah. So so on my optimism sometimes can play tricks, I think, on my gut. I don't know. But uh, I, I would agree with you. And I think to some extent I am a bit more of a cynic now that I hear you saying what you just said. And uh, I would take a wait and see approach to a lot of things. Well, so, you're always, you know... I don't like to count my chickens before they hatch. Right. Let's get it signed. Let's, uh, you know, don't be getting all crazy and excited. But I do. I right. fall in love with the idea, idea yeah. that something I want to happen could happen. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it will happen. But that's not gut instinct, right? So let me just... I'll share with you. So we have... I got these two opportunities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the first opportunity, there were a couple of calls in the beginning. And then, you know, out to Long Island, I drove for a big three and a half hour meeting on a Saturday with my happy self. Oh, I remember this. Yes. Yeah. And I have to add, you know, this type of opportunity was an opportunity that I had once explored years ago. And what happened? Um, it didn't work out. For, what do you mean? Well, a few years ago went down this road Mm -hmm. and it didn't work out no harm no foul it was something that was explored Mm -hmm. no big deal but here is pretty much very same opportunity 
totally different players involved. And you were still optimistic. Still even optimistic. Even had that ex- bad experience or that experience that you had from before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm driving out on a mm-hmm. Saturday. I bring two pounds of cookies with me for everybody and <laughs> cheery, cheery, you know, miscongeniality. And it was interesting because while I was in this this meeting, I felt this is not going to work. Mm. I had these vibes that I was picking up uh, about this guy, not creepy or anything, and I couldn't really get specific with what I was feeling in my brain. I could not articulate it for myself as I'm sitting there feeling, this is this just as, I don't get a good feeling, but you know, I left, <laughs> left the meeting, still planning on moving the ball forward, optimistic, even though I had a, uh, I don't really feel good about this. Yeah, and that and that's interesting because that feeling, mm-hmm. right? You knew you were right. You knew you had a deep down that it was like that sixth sense or that little voice that shows up every so often that says, "You know." Well, you you called me. Yeah. Had the meeting go. Yep. And you said to me, "You know, you just don't sound excited." Yeah. You're telling me that you're excited. I hear all the right words. I'm just not hearing it. Yeah. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah. Usually when you're excited, you hear it. I mean, you're coming in (laughs) hot, right? It's on the mic. You hear it. I'm like, you're bubbly, vivacious. Your voice goes up, 10 octaves. I know. And this was one of those things where you were hesitant in the communication. You were very thoughtful and deliberate and slow. I was was disconnected from my gut. Yes. And my brain, my heart and my head were mm-hmm. completely disconnected. Yes. And my, my, you know, I will put the optimism as sort of this outside, you know, influence of emotion saying, I want this to work. This would be great. But there's something nagging me. And sure enough, as you know, yeah, um, I was 100% correct. As always. The, the, the guy was supposed to follow through with a couple of things, never did. Um, I mean, really bad yeah you say you're going to do something you don't do it then you say you're going to call you don't call like this is not a first date this is a business meeting why would anybody want to work with you but needless to say lesson learned lesson learned but then there was a second opportunity yes and this one um very distinct and different than the first one very very distinct and Interesting because again, my excitement and my optimism led the race. Mm. And I'll add, I again, I wanted this second opportunity to happen. I believed. I thought it was the universe. This is happening. <laughs> Your gut told and, you, and and so therefore, <laughs> I felt that's what my gut was telling me. But sure. was it really my instinct, or was it really just hope? It's a good question. And from what I've read, and I think your your point is well taken. And uh, I think. Again, from what I've researched, from what I've read, yeah. our gut feelings actually come from a lot of stored up information. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, as far back as probably from when we were born, we've had these experiences mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, sort of, I don't know, it directs our mind and our thinking in terms of. So what subconsciously, we'll be. it's yeah. sort of back there things that we've picked up along the way. Absolutely, I believe that. Do you ever read? Did I share with you the article by the licensed therapist? Um, I think her name was Melody uh, Wilding. That oh, our gut instincts are really a collection of experience that hang out in our subconscious. 
Mm-hmm. It's right to your point. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of it is, you know, we've had these learned experiences that hold insights that aren't immediately available to our conscious minds at that moment. Right. But they're there and they're things that we've learned and felt before. Well, what's also interesting, and I'm going to do a little segue, have you heard about belief, mindset, and behavior? Mary Lore, the book? Yes. So we yes. once mentioned this in a previous episode, and I'll, and I'll bring it up again because I think it's very valuable wisdoms for um, for our listeners. Yeah. So belief, mindset, and behavior, as it pertains to what we're talking about, um, it, it, saying that we have all of these experiences that that kind of, they they don't go away. We've experienced them. They're back there in our subconscious. And what happens is, you know, fast forward 20 or 30 years and we're in a situation, okay? Mm -hmm. And we have a thought and a thought is a belief. Mm -hmm. And that comes from this database in our head of all these experiences that we've had. So our brains are almost like a little CPU. Mm -hmm. And and every time we have a belief that something's going to be good or bad, now again, this is Mary Lore's theory, and I I kind of, I, I really, I believe it. You know, you can find all the supporting evidence and documentation in nanoseconds. You don't even, you don't realize that you're doing this and Whatever you go, wherever you go, as far back as you go, it comes up and it's like this, again, it supports your belief. Absolutely. So I wonder, thinking about that, if, well, mm, so one could say I had a negative experience when I ran down one opportunity a few years ago. It wasn't a negative experience. It just didn't work out. There was no harm, no foul. Now I have a similar opportunity and I have a gut feeling about the individual. No, I don't think they're related. I had a gut. I had a gut feeling that this guy was not somebody that I could work with. So I, I would. Well, we all have preconceived notions, and again, we're using the term instinct and intuition interchangeably. But I can say, when it comes to like politics, for instance, you know, my instinct is not to trust a politician. <laughs> And that's right. just because, like you just said, we have all these experiences, experiences. in our exactly. head, in our CPU that are coming forward that say, don't trust. Yeah. You know, the other side of the coin is, you know, some of us are very reactionary, right? Just go with your gut. Go with your gut. Mm. And then a lot of us or others can overthink and overanalyze. And so many times that we need to make a decision where we could probably save some time with less information and listening to our gut. We'd love to hear your feedback, so please email Deirdre at dk at gutwisdom.com. And one wisdom we'll share with you right now is that sometimes too much information can be misleading. So when we come back after this break, we'll have more wisdoms on how, when, and why to trust your gut. You're listening to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates on WCBS News Radio 880. More drive time traffic. A collision approaching the Tappan Zee Bridge. More often. Triborough Bridge is the problem. Weekday mornings and afternoons on WCBS 880. You're never more than five minutes away from the latest traffic news. A lot of volume across the upper level now at the uh, GWB. When you need to know, we've got you covered. Inbound Midtown Tunnel, there's a stall past the toll. Traffic and weather together, plus the new bridge and tunnel update. Only on New York's traffic station. WCBS News Radio 880. 
We're back, everyone, and if you're tuning in for the first time, you're listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. I'm John Gassman, a.k.a. JG, along with your host, Deirdre Koppelman. Good evening. It's Saturday night. It's exciting. Yeah, and right before the break, Deirdre and I were chatting about what's more important when making decisions, your gut instinct or data or hard facts. Absolutely, because yeah. you know, in business, JJ, yes. many famous big-time leaders have actually oh, yeah. they've actually discounted research and data when it comes to making big decisions mm-hmm. and some serious tough calls, and they've relied on their gut instinct, yes. which in some cases worked really well, and guess what? Not so great in other times. Yeah, interesting to note, because you pick somebody like Steve Jobs, right? Wasn't he the, fa- the uh, founder of Apple? I well, mean, he was you, famous. You, you. <laughs> <laughs> he was famous. I'm sorry. For Wasn't making... he the founder of Apple? Well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think, think so everybody too. knows so. Sorry. Okay, just checking. Yes. You know, we may have some people that didn't know. but That's true. He was famous for making decisions, um, and I mean really critical decisions, yeah. without first looking at the hard facts. Totally. And Richard Branson, everybody knows Sir Richard Branson, right, from Virgin, He said, and I quote, I rely far more on gut instinct than researching huge amounts of statistics, end quote. And actually, in fact, 62% of executives feel it's often necessary to rely on their gut feelings. And that's Mm. according to a study that was reported by uh, Fortune Knowledge Group. And again, you go back to somebody like Steve Jobs at the commencement speech that he gave at Stanford in, I think it was 2005, he said, and I'm going to quote this, Don't let the noise of others drown out your inner voice. And most importantly, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. I love that. They somehow know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary, unquote. Mm. I really prefer to approach decision making where I'm taking both my heart and my head into the into account of the decision. Do you take one or is one more or less than the other? I listen to my inner voice. I I go with my gut instinct first. You know, there's a balance. There's a hybrid. Mm-hmm. You empower yourself, not you. We should empower ourselves with data, with experience and knowledge. And then also, what's your gut telling you? Well, th- that lends itself to a really great question, which is how much information is too much information? And sometimes you see how we get bogged down mm-hmm. in information, and that leads to analysis by paralysis. Know yeah. what I'm saying? Totally, yeah. totally. And and in fact, we both know some wisdoms about analysis paralysis, which we'll get into. But I'm curious, before we go ahead and share that wisdom... I'd like our listeners to be real and and really be real with yourself for a second because we're talking to you now, right? Take a few seconds and think about it because you know instinctively how much information you typically need to get doing, you know, to do something, to get something, to get on somebody, to learn about somebody. Well, I'm curious, before you make your move, listeners, how much how much information do you need? I'd like to know that. Mm. So email me, not while you're driving, dk at gutwisdom.com. I'm curious. So what do we know about analysis paralysis? Well, Why is it hard for some people to trust their gut, JJ? People are hardwired very differently than others. Everybody has their own DNA, Mm -hmm. right, of how they make decisions. And, you know, from a lot of the work that we've done inside of companies, 
we know how to measure, right? We know how to test for how people instinctively yeah. take action, how they think, how they feel, how they work. Mm-hmm. And right? how much, specifically, as it pertains to gut instinct, how much information do they need before they can make a decision? Some people need less. Absolutely. And some people need a whole lot more. You and I are sort of in that middle. We kind of need essential information. Right. Don't, uh, don't bog, meaning don't bog us down in too many facts. It's, um, I think some of, sometimes the perfectionism and procrastination, and we did an episode on that, which if you haven't heard, you can download, uh, from, you know, either iTunes or the gut wisdom website. Too much research is debilitating and it will drown out your inner voice Mm. that there's no question about. And we know there's validity. There is validity. There is instinct there is intuition and later on in the show we're going to talk about you know certain times where certain signals that you get that you really can't ignore should not ignore sure i i think this is right on target and right on topic because i see in our own organization sometimes how long it takes for people to take action with things so let's help our listeners develop more trust Mm -hmm. in their intuitive powers as i'll call it yeah i love it well one thing is to you know, pretty much combine the due diligence of both. Do your fact checking, Mm -hmm. but not too much. And combine that with your inner voice, with your gut instinct. So then the combination is going to have you use full fuel, right? Making the best choices in your life. I love that. That that definitely, yes, for sure. And it's hard. It's hard sometimes to find that balance uh, not to confuse wishful thinking like uh, like you do sometimes. I do. Right? I Always, know. Uh, you know, extremely optimistic that it's all. Oh, gonna I be believe. And, oh, uh, yeah, I'm a believer. Or the fearful, uh, the fearful thinking. Yeah. You know, with our intuition. Yeah. Oh, well, it's true, JG. And as I was saying earlier, I believed that something good. Actually, I believed that something great was going to happen, and believed that my gut was in fact in alignment. Everything felt right, emotionally, intellectually, and my gut were all in sync. And again, it's really what came first. Did my gut tell me something first or did my wishful thinking tell me something first? And and what I'll add is, so with those two opportunities, right, just to go back to that for a quick second, yeah. those two opportunities, you were really optimistic that something great was going to come out of it, yes. but unfortunately, it, it just didn't happen. Well, in one and situation, it, in one situation, if our listeners are just tuning in, one business opportunity that presented itself, I, of course, was very excited about. I was optimistic about it. And while I was in this very long meeting, I had a feeling it, yes. it was a gut that I just, I just wasn't, it just was not feeling right with the individual uh, that I was in this meeting with. And even though I left with, okay, let's continue pushing the ball forward. You knew. I knew deep down and JG confirmed it because when he called to see how the meeting went and I said, oh, it was great and this and that. And he said, no, you don't sound right. And that's because my head and my heart were not connected. Right. So there is something to that. And then of course that second opportunity, I really wanted to have happen. I, I was... I was cr- like amazed that this, could, and I believed that it was happening. My gut would tell me this is going to happen. And you know what? I'll say it hasn't happened yet. It's not a no, 
but it's not yet. I love that. It's not no, but it's not yet. Yeah, I, I yeah, you know, a, that's a good way to look at it. That's a wisdom. That is definitely a wisdom. <laughs> so didn't... let's share something, you know, with our leaders, folks that are in business. Should they follow their intuition, or better yet, what's the best use of their intuition? Well, I say follow your vision. Mm. I really, well, I believe that we all have vision, right? And I believe our vision, which I'll say is gut, shows us the path to follow. Mm -hmm. All the changes, and and I have to say, I am a classic example. We are sitting here tonight. My career path, Mm -hmm. my life path has, has been from following my intuition. We sat together, what was it, over three years ago mm-hmm. with an idea. And what was the idea? Gut, gut wisdom. wisdom. And and we didn't know how to launch gut wisdom, did we? No. No, but we had a whole whiteboard and we had a vision. Oh my gosh, and, sure. And we had many whiteboards and pictures of what was on the whiteboards ideas. and the notes and the ideas. Yeah. And we had all kinds of, you know, we had a show or we were going to at least try to launch a radio show and we were going to call it Talk Wisdom. Yeah. Right? Well, now we have Gut Wisdom, the radio show. And we were going to have all kinds of books, Gut Wisdom for the Millennial, Gut Wisdom for the CEO. And we're coming out with our first book, Gut Wisdom, Say No to Drama. That's coming out March 9th. Yay! It's a little (laughs) book, but it's packed. It's packed with stuff. And as we've offered, um, I just want to put this in, in the last two weeks, if our listeners would like to reserve a free copy, shoot me an email, not while you're driving. I say that all the time, and I mean it. Uh, DK at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com. Just tell me you want to reserve a copy of the Gut Wisdom, uh, Get Drama Out of Your Life book. and um, How to Obliterate Drama. Yes. So anyway, side note. So one wisdom for, for a business leader, I would say for anybody, you have vision, make the changes that your gut tells you. Sure. Make them. Yeah. That's how you make things happen. That's your inner light, your guiding light. For me, what happens in my thought process, I hear a great idea or I'll meet with somebody and I get so excited Mm. that I'm like, okay, this sounds good. And if I'm happy, if I feel it in my body and I'm happy, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty much a thumbs up with it. Um, Does it empower me? Does it empower me? So those are the things for me. Yeah. Where I say, okay, I'm going with my intuition. That makes sense. Often I will ask myself about a person or a situation, does it give me energy? Mm. Am I excited or am I drained by this? Because if I'm drained by this, I don't want to do it. Or if this person is draining me and it's how you feel. Again, I speak to it and especially for the entrepreneurial spirits out there, get in tune with, are you going toward an adventure or are you running away because of fear? And maybe that's not just for entrepreneurs. Are you running towards something because it's an adventure, mm. which I definitely do, mm-hmm. I think we all do, or are you running away out of fear? And that speaks to a little bit of, I think, scarcity mindset, a mindset of scarcity versus a mindset of abundance. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I live in the mindset of abundance, I think I do, so I don't have a lot of fear. Usually my gut instinct is, very positive Mm -hmm. unless there are danger signals and we are going to talk about that did you ever have a situation where you had a i'm just curious jj do you ever have a situation where you had a bad feeling right 
mm-hmm. your gut told you this is not good. Yes. Did you listen? Sometimes. Yeah. The times where I have not listened, boy, it's it just been squid on my face. Big mistake in not listening. Mm-hmm. You know, I let the data overwhelm my inner voice. Too much and, data. Uh, too much data and uh I just didn't really listen to myself, to my body, to it just didn't work out. And the times when I have, and again, this has come up where I've hired employees and I said, nah, I don't think they're a right fit, but I did it because of oh. pressure. Oh my gosh, how many times has that one happened? Well, think of, uh, I don't ahead. want to interrupt, but no, go ahead. you know, just to interject, especially on a job interview, how many hiring managers have we worked with oh, that I know where you're make going. mistake after mistake? You know, not that the not saying that there's anything wrong with the people they just made bad hires and yeah. primarily it's because they'll say to you well i just felt like you know they i just went with my gut no 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 you need some information and the same thing for candidates right and that's, don't just accept a position right and and that's where i've learned the power of a lot of the tools that we've used through through the company have really helped me become a better decision maker when it comes to hiring or firing. Because they're or, easy tools. Right. See, we and live- And they make sense. And they make sense. Yeah. Way back when, there wasn't, the accessibility of information was not in such abundance. So very often, I bet, way back when, ancestors, generations before us, probably had to rely more on their gut because they didn't have the access mm-hmm. to as much information as we do today. Sure. There's so much information out there to fact check and recheck and and dig and investigate yeah. in that analysis paralysis that I am sure it is shutting down yeah. um, that inner voice. You can't hear it. We're, we're inundated with data. And, that, and too much data is not good. For sure. Well, listen, we're going to take a break in a moment. And again, just to promote the book, this is going to be an amazing book, Obliterate Drama. I would urge you, if you're listening for the first time, you know, send us an email, dk at gut wisdom. We'll reserve a book for you, a free book for you. And uh, I love how you always give out my email address. I don't mind because I respond to everybody. You're, you're amazing when it comes to email. I'm a phone guy. I'm old fashioned copper. So line, should everybody call you? You know, with the they can call me anytime, <laughs> and I'll just put them on. If you, you want JG's phone number, please email me at dk <laughs> at gutwisdom dot com. When we come back, we will tell you how, when, and why, or why not, to trust your gut instinct. You're listening to Gut Wisdom Radio that resonates on WCBS News Radio eight eighty. Get the news you need whenever and wherever you need it. Follow WCBS on Twitter and like us on Facebook. You can even listen to WCBS on your phone with live streaming and audio on demand with the CBS local app. Stay connected with your favorite news radio station all day long. When you need to know, WCBS has you covered. We're back and you're listening to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates. I'm Deirdre Koppelman, and if you're just tuning in, JG is sitting here with me. You know who JG is? It's John Gassman. And we're talking about intuition tonight. What do you think about that? Trust your gut, JG? I always trust my gut. Yeah. So tonight we're going to share some wisdoms with you on how to develop and trust your intuition. We'll share some things with you that highly intuitive people do a little differently and even a few gut instincts that you don't ever want to ignore. And by the way, 
if you've missed the beginning of tonight's show, you'll be able to download this show. And and by the way, previously aired shows yeah. by either going to our website, gutwisdom.com. G- play, wait, you have to spell it. G-U-T-W-I-Z-Z-D-O-M.com. Correct. Right, that's one. Yeah. iTunes. Yes. That's two. And number three is play.it. Yes. So you could listen to any of these shows. They're fun. And we have some amazing shows on there. We spoke about Bully Bosses in the Workplace, the Drama Triangle, right? Culture Vultures. Empathy. You're Hired, You're Fired. Emotional Intelligence. Some really great stuff. Yeah. And great interviews. Yes. And more to come. Way more to come. So what do you want to share tonight? Let's get back to uh, the topic of tonight, and that was intuition. So even though, as we know, intuition can be challenging to define despite how much we feel and we rely on it the truth is that the nature of intuition has been a subject that's inspired a tremendous amount of research and we did a lot of research forever i know and, and some uh, of it's it, conflicting i think yes. i think the essence is and we were sort of chatting about this before the essence is we all have gut instincts there's no question that's been proven. It's just the question of what level of instinct? No, it's or... how in tune mm. are we? Mm. First, it's how in tune are we, mm-hmm. right? And what are the things that can help us be more in tune? What are some of the things that shut it down? Okay. Too much information shuts it down. Mm-hmm. Um, or requiring having that need for a lot of information, a lot of fact-finding before you make a decision will shut it down. Negative emotions will shut down the ability to hear that inner voice. So we all have instinct. We all have intuition, mm-hmm. right? It's how often do we use it? How do we use it? Um, and, I, you know, where we use it. I mean, it's, it's, there's no question I have followed my gut instinct my whole life. Sometimes the decisions were right. Some, you know. Why is it that you've had to do that? I'm curious. Why have I had to follow my gut instinct? Yeah, for so long. Oh, you want me to be vulnerable? Uh, Share your story a little bit. I don't know that anybody wants to hear my story. I do. (laughs) It's an inspiring story. And I think for our listeners, people want to hear inspiring stories. They want to be motivated. But we want to give them wisdoms on intuition. And we'll give them life-enriching wisdoms. Okay. So let's do that. Okay. I don't want to be vulnerable. Fine. So if you want to know how intuitive are you, first of all, go to our Facebook page, like the page, like our comments. Yes. And second of all, check out on Facebook. We have an assessment that we're putting up that'll help you figure out how intuitive are are you. you? Yeah. Facebook page, of course, is Gut Wisdom. Gut Wisdom. Absolutely. With a Z. So I recently, just speaking about the topic, read an article um, I don't know if you've heard of Sophie Burnham. Sure, I read the article. <laughs> Did you read her book, The Art of Intuition? Uh, I read part of it. Okay. I didn't read the whole book. You gave it to me late. Okay, so Sophie told the Huffington Post, she defines intuition as the subtle knowing without ever having any idea why you know it. And that's what it is. That's profound. You can't put your finger on why you feel that way. When I flipped through the book, one of the wisdoms uh, that... I thought of really resonated was the number one thing that distinguishes highly intuitive people from others is that they listen to rather than ignore the guidance of their intuitions and their gut feelings. Mm-hmm. They don't suppress it. 
Right. They, they feel it. They know it. They hear it. Awareness. Very much. Right. And I think we could agree that in order to make the best decisions, obviously, we should do our research. Don't get caught up in the analysis paralysis. Also, listen to your voice. And a wisdom, another wisdom for us tonight is find some time for solitude, for peace and quiet every single day, because those moments of time alone will help you get into that deeper level, that deeper connection of that inner voice, that gut instinct. Practice mindfulness. Yeah. Right? Not while you're driving. You know, focus on the road. Keep your what hands do you mean on the by, wheel. But what do you mean by but mindfulness? You, can, you know, some sort of meditation, a daily meditation to get you into the zone. So, you know, so what, like... like mm. I, I was just about to say, what I do is I close my eyes, I focus on my breathing. Yeah, you started doing meditation, didn't you? Yeah, for some time. Yeah, I read does, a book. Uh, who was it? The guy from Google... Um, Shin, oh, I forgot his name. Oh, having a senior moment. Anyways, oh, you're allowed. But uh, yeah, I do it almost every day. It's like, woo-sa, yeah, you yeah. know? And I just breathe so deeply. So meditation, inhale, practicing exhale. mindfulness. Yes. Okay, then we've got another wisdom. Try listening to your body. That's an easy one. When you get that weird feeling in your gut, when you know something is just not right and you can't put your finger on it, Listen, because there's definitely research out there that suggests the that emotion and intuition are connected really deeply inside our brains. So if you get that feeling in your body, and it may not be in your gut, it may not be the, you know, maybe it's your hair on your arms goes up or something. You just feel something's not right. Listen. Yeah. And we've spoken about this. How many of us know those busy entrepreneurs, the the, <laughs> the people that are always on the run, the people that are always busy? And I think everybody, uh, I don't think they're just entrepreneurs. A, yeah. I think everybody's absolutely insane on this crazy treadmill of life. Yeah. And what did you call that, a WMD? What did that stand for? Oh, weapons of uh, mass distraction. Yes, oh, weapon sure. of mass Our di- cell phones. Right. And social media. Absolutely. Oh. So one of the wisdoms that we learned a long time ago from strategic coach Dan Sullivan is the founder, uh, the importance of taking free days. Right. Right. It's a 24-hour period of time where you disconnect. Mm-hmm. You know, no work. You're really just focused on re-energizing, refueling yourself with exciting things. And it could be, you know, whatever it is. You could be going to a gym, uh, swimming. It could be visiting the, uh, going to the opera or mm-hmm. museums or something like that. Because what happens is the busyness stifles our ability to hear that inner voice, and right? Do you to know, follow the gut, our gut instincts. And do you know what helps boost it? What? It's actually related to that. So a study published in the Journal of uh, Psychological Science, I think it was, showed that being in a positive mood boosted the ability to making intuitive judgments. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because the negative yeah. energy, the ne- that fear, that fear-based or you know just negative thoughts, mm-hmm. will shut it down. Positive moods, positive emotion, kick it up. According to that study, yeah, there's also certain types of uh, instincts that you never want to ignore either. Right. You know, uh, think about going down that dark alley, all the lights are out. You know, there, there's a little voice telling you, doesn't look too safe there, probably uh, you're in danger. And we all, we've all heard that before, that, that 
that voice or that feeling and, of danger. And by the way, that feeling of danger doesn't have to be in a dark alley. I had a situation that I don't mind sharing, if it helps anybody. Yeah. Many, many years ago, one of my sisters lived uh, in Long Beach. And I lived in East Rockaway mm-hmm. way back when. And I was driving. And to get from, I was at her place hanging out, having dinner. And then on our way back, on my way back home alone in my car, and it wasn't that late at night. It was probably 11, 11, 15, and it was on a Saturday night. And there was just one way to sort of get from, let's call it Long Beach, to the town that I lived in. But it's always crowded, all kinds of cars, and until you ultimately got into a, a, like a single lane into like a little town. And I have no idea, but I'll tell you, I don't know. I was looking in my rearview mirror. You can't really see anything. It's dark out. And everybody has to go this way if they're going this way. So it wasn't like this obvious, you're being followed. But something told me, hmm. So I made a right-hand turn two blocks from where I would ordinarily make a right-hand turn. Mm -hmm. And the car behind me made a right-hand turn. I said, okay, well, that was the only way they could be going to go this way. Fine. Sounds logical. Then I decided to make a left turn. Car made a left turn. I went up two blocks, made a right turn. Mm. Car went up two blocks, made a right turn. And it was then I realized if this is actually where this person was going, they would have not done what I just did. Sure. And it, in fact, confirmed, okay, I'm being followed. Picked up my wow. cell phone. Oh, yeah. Picked up my cell phone. Uh, called the police station. And that's a, that's what you should do. You should be driving directly to a police station. And once the, that car behind me saw the light of my cell phone, it took off. Wow. So, Scary. So you don't have, I was in my car, 11, 11, 15 at night on a Saturday night, busy roads. So you don't have to be in a dark alley. Yeah. That's my point. That's a big wisdom. No, but you felt, you felt. There was something that told me, make a right two blocks before yeah. you ordinarily would. Yeah. Don't rationalize these things. Well, that's the Just, point. Our rational minds right. are like, are we crazy? <laughs> this person seems like right. such a nice person. But if you're, <laughs> right, this person is a doctor. This person is a professional. This person is a this or a that. And I'm, but I'm, yet I'm feeling something. Right. Well, when, I say what, trust your gut. And what I would, what I'd add to that, and that's so interesting. I never heard you tell that story before. I, I know. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm like, wow, that's ama- That that's just such a crazy story. But it's a true story. What it does tell you is just the opposite. That when things feel right, don't yes. fight it. Go go along with it. You're probably exactly where you need to be. That's a great wisdom. Whether too. whether it's in your job or a relationship, a boyfriend, a husband, a spouse, whatever it is, you're probably in the right place. So don't fight it. That's a great wisdom. So what do we have coming up next week, JJ? Or do we want to still talk about intuition? I'd love to hear a little more if you have well, any more wisdom. Yeah, well, let's recap a little bit. One, mm-hmm. if you, our listeners, go to our Facebook page, we'd like you to like us, but you'll also find a link to determine, you, you know, you could take a quiz. How intuitive they are. How yeah. How intuitive are you? How much do you listen to your gut instinct, right? So let's recap that. One. Two. We have our first Gut Wisdom book coming out. Exciting. Stay away from the drama. Obliterate the drama. Eradicate. Eradicate. Uh, obliterate drama. Yes. <laughs> well, it's drama is real, and it's our first book out. It's coming out March 9th. If you would like to reserve a free copy, definitely email me at dk at gutwisdom.com, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to hear previous episodes you can download them from our website you can go to itunes or play.it 
And what's the biggest takeaway you have? What did you learn tonight, JJ? Oh, I, I walk out and I'm even more empowered to listen to my gut instincts and not suppress the yeah. voice. And I've gotten better with that over time. Uh, and I think as we work inside of companies, we've helped train a lot of people to hear that inner voice. Go for it. Listen to it. Well, What's what, the worst thing that'll happen? Right. Well, what we have taught people through one of the assessments that we use is how they are instinctively hardwired to take action. Yes. Right? Yes. How much information they were born needing. Yes. Right? How much risk they need to take instinctively. Mm -hmm. Right? We were talking to Ray Lozier, who has very little patience for information. Um, so he follows his gut and he's spontaneous and just, you know, I'm not saying that's the right way, but some people are definitely more um, inclined to do that. And we test for it. So and that's it's worked for fun. him. And, and it has worked for him. It's worked for everybody. So what are we talking about next week? I don't know. What's the hot topic? Oh, really? We're on a roll. You don't know? Millennials. That's right. Mm. It's the mystery of the millennials. Everybody calls those millennials. What do we say they are? Um, it, it's the entitled generation. Um, not like the way we were when we grew up. Well, you know, we want to uh, kind of demystify that because there's there's really a lot of rumors about those millennials and, and we want to bring that uh, out to the listeners and I'm sure we're going to have some millennials with us. So thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back next Saturday night. I want to thank everybody here at WCBS News Radio 880. Have an amazing night and weekend. You're listening to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates. Gut Wisdom is sponsored by Pear Core Solutions. 